The B.C. budget was tabled here earlier this week. We've now had a couple of days to digest it, and I'm joined now by Alex Hemingway with the Canadian Centre for Policy Alternatives here in B.C. Alex, thanks so much for uh, taking the time to come on here. Yeah, glad to be with you. So can I just get your kind of initial reaction, I guess? You know, we've had a little bit of time here to, to see what has come down as of Tuesday. Um, you know, I understand that uh, the CCPA was pretty happy with some of the things that were presented here. Um, so maybe just uh, to start, if I can get kind of an overall sense of how uh, you you are feeling as, uh, you know, your position there with the Canadian Centre of Policy Alternatives. Yeah, well, I think what we saw is is mainly a, a stay-the-course budget. So it it's, for the most part, following through on uh, commitments that were actually made uh, in the previous two budgets, particularly back in 2018. So you had some pretty ambitious three-year plans for investments in areas like childcare, housing, uh, uh, climate, and uh, we're seeing that funding ramp up as expected and even go a little bit further in some cases. Uh, there's a couple of uh, interesting new tidbits in the budget that we could get into. Uh, but but overall, uh, our, our perspective was that actually, even though we're seeing important investments in these areas, particularly uh, uh, when it comes to housing, when it comes to childcare and poverty, there's still a lot more that we need to do. And we actually have the fiscal uh, and economic room in BC to be more ambitious than what we saw in this budget. Uh, one, one note that I have seen, um, you know, sort of have a couple of different takes on or sides to is the new tax bracket that was uh, uh, implemented or will be implemented as a result of this budget. Um, and, you know, the, we've seen the uh, Canadian Taxpayers Federation's, you know, not happy with the fact that this new tax bracket has been uh, created. But it sounds like that's something that uh, you are, are pretty happy to see come 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 about and, and bring a few extra tax dollars here to the province. Um, can you just talk a little bit about your stance right now on, on that? Uh, new 1% tax bracket? Yeah, so this was a surprise uh, to us, but good news. And, and we've been recommending bringing in a new tax bracket uh, that focuses on the 1%. That's exactly what we see in the budget. We would have brought it in at a bit of a higher rate. Uh, but yeah, that, that that's excellent to see. We have, you know, we have extreme levels of inequality in this province, as people know. And uh, to be honest, I, I think, it, you know, you're going to be hard pressed to find too many people that don't think it's right for uh, the the very richest in our province to chip in a little bit more so we can make the, some of the crucial investments that we know we need, you know, when we face, uh, you know, these big crises that I, I referenced around uh, climate, housing, uh, uh, child care, where we know investing publicly can make a big difference and actually uh, investing publicly can strengthen our economy in the medium and long term as well. Do you think it goes far enough to help alleviate, uh, you know, things like, I'll, I'll say homelessness as one example, when you're talking about, uh, you know, making affordable housing more available? Does it go far enough in these areas, in your opinion? Well, no, it doesn't. And, you know, one of the things that we we're very disappointed about is to see a no increase in the welfare or disability rates in our province and as part of poverty reduction plan that's been committed to, uh, if we're really going to address that issue, those rates need to rise. Uh, we did see uh, 200 new uh, um, modular housing units. So th- these are these uh, uh, new forms of supportive housing that are coming online very quickly to address the homelessness crisis. Great to see those 200 additional units. That brings it to uh, 2,400 units that have been 
committed to over the past few years. Uh, but unfortunately, the, those homelessness rates are, are very persistent and additional investment is needed in that housing area as well, not just for the homelessness uh, piece, which is you know perhaps the most urgent uh, uh, aspect of it, but uh, in terms of investment in uh, uh, affordable housing for middle-class people, uh, that's uh, that's needed as well. We see that investment ramping up. It's not going as far as it needs to. And, you know, that people may think, you know, well, we've got to sort of strike a middle ground here. You know, you can't always go as fast as you would like. Uh, the, the counterpoint to that is that when we don't meet these uh, crucial social needs, uh, housing for people, uh, ensuring people aren't left in poverty, making sure uh, people have a place to put their kids in uh, childcare uh, so they can go to work. That in itself, the, the failure to address those needs uh, puts a drag on our economy. So it's actually, we know it pays off economically in, in the medium and long term to uh, uh, push those investments higher. That means people are uh, better able to participate in society, go to work, uh, and, and, and be productive uh, if we meet those social needs. Uh, so it's, it's the right thing to do, but it's also uh, the prudent thing to do would be to go further than what we see in this budget. Uh, I think this point kind of follows up on that nicely, is, uh, and I believe we have actually talked about this before, was um, the, the province basically at all costs making sure it balances the budget, right, and, and trying to basically come in at net zero. And we talked about this, I believe it was a month or two ago, you had done a piece just yeah. talking about, uh, you know, that that's not necessarily the best way to go about putting a budget together is to make sure it's always balanced. So uh, I just wanted to get your, uh, you know, kind of almost to reiterate that point that we had uh, on our previous discussions about a balanced budget and, and why this one, you know, it balanced sounds nice, I guess, from a, from a voter's standpoint, but uh, from a, an opportunity to put more money into some of these social programs, uh, a bit of a, a missing, missing the boat target here on that regard. Yeah, I'm glad you raised that. So uh, there are a couple things here. One is, uh, and and so it, it's good news that we're raising a, a bit of extra revenue from those top one percent uh, of earners, so we can add a bit of ambition that way. The pattern that we see in B- BC budgets and that we've seen under multiple governments is that uh, each year extra amounts of money are socked away into not just the surplus, but contingency funds, uh, forecast allowances, and very conservative assumptions that are made about economic growth. So the government assumes the economy is going to grow substantially slower than private sector forecasters actually suggest. And uh, the result of all of that is that year after year, we're usually uh, tucking away a billion dollars or more in money that's left unspent. And that's because, you know, there's natural variation uh, in, in the budget over the course of the year. And they're trying to set things up to make sure there's a surplus no matter what. And, you know, for the reasons that we were just talking about a few moments ago, when you sock that money away that actually could be used to meet really urgent social needs like addressing that housing crisis, investing in childcare, dealing with uh, uh, the climate crisis, uh, you're actually getting a worse payoff by socking that money away than you would if you invested it in meeting those social needs. Uh, payoff, both in terms of you know what's sort of right and, and 
sort of morally needed to meet those social needs, but also in terms of the economic payoff that you're going to see in the medium and long term. So it's it sounds prudent to sock that extra money away, but when you're actually getting a worse return for it, it's not economically responsible after all. So that's why we'd like to see those investments increase and, and sort of break out of that straitjacket that we've built for ourselves in BC by saying sort of from a political point of view that you must have a surplus every year. Mm-hmm. I like that analogy of a of a straitjacket. It definitely feels sometimes like uh, the coffers are a little bit confined to uh, to one point of view and don't necessarily look at others. Uh, I think that's pretty much all I had for you for questions right now, Alex. I know we could probably talk about the BC budget for uh, a lot longer than this, but um, anything else that you wanted to highlight here just while I, while I have you? Yeah, one other piece I would leave you with is, so if you ask the relatively fiscally conservative folks like uh, the credit rating agencies, even they will tell you uh, that BC has room to raise additional revenue to invest in in areas we care about. So that's another way to do it besides, you know, using up some of those surplus funds. And in fact, if, if BC was spending the same share of our total economic pie of our GDP each year on our public spending as we were back in 2000, if we were spending at that same rate today, we'd actually have $7 billion available additionally each year uh, to invest in some of those social priorities uh, that we've talked about, childcare, housing, that we're sometimes told are, are pie in the sky, but actually we're an incredibly rich province, uh, and it's really a question of how we use that wealth and if we're willing to uh, harness it to meet the really big challenges that I think folks uh, feel that we're facing in this province. Well, Alex, thank you so much for taking the time. Always appreciate you coming on and speaking with me. Uh, I think you uh, have some, some great insights to contribute here. And uh, just uh, I want to thank you again for your time. Thanks a lot for uh, having me on, Jeff. Right on. That was Alex Hemingway with the Canadian Centre for Policy Alternatives.